Hey there, welcome to Narrative Society. My name is Josh Bull and I'm so excited to be sharing this podcast with you. We live in a world full of stories, but our life is telling a story. And so that's what this podcast is all about, finding the power in our stories. And so in this first season, I want to share with you a little bit of my story, specifically around death, grief and loss. So make sure you subscribe and get ready for the Narrative Society podcast. Friends, welcome back to Narrative Society. Welcome, welcome. Taylor, good to be with you. It's good to be back. We are currently celebrating our son's birthday at the time of this recording. So we thought during nap time, why not record a podcast? Yeah, I feel like this week is a big week in the Bull household. Yes, it is Taylor's birthday, Eli's birthday and Mother's Day. So I am trying my best to be creative around (laughs) celebration. We've got all the parties, the celebrations, the cake, the sugar, the happy birthday songs in one week. The balloons are everywhere and it is a celebration time and so we thought it would be cool to just sit down uh, and just chat today more so around Mother's Day and grieving uh, because it's coming up and maybe you're listening to this around Mother's Day or maybe you listen to it after but I just think uh, we have some experience around grief around monumental occasions whether it's birthdays or whatever it might be and just kind of sharing a little bit of our story around that we thought that could be a helpful conversation. Yeah, definitely. I feel like these are the things that um, really probably took us by surprise in a way of obviously like you were grieving someone you love, but what I had never even considered was like, how do you respond and what does it feel like when the world stops to attention for like big moments that should be celebrated and like should be enjoyed by people? Um But what do you do when it's like very hard for you and your family? And that just felt like a whole new thing to navigate. Mm -hmm. So Mother's Day is on Sunday. So we've been talking a little bit about it and we thought, well, let's just, I don't know, share some thoughts. Share some thoughts. And to just catch you up to speed who doesn't know our story and you can go back and listen to all the beginning episodes to hear more about the story. But uh my mum passed away four days before Christmas and fast forward in Australia, we live in, live in America, we go spend time with our family, we come back to the States, just kind of get used to normal and so I thought it would be helpful today to just kind of, I'll share a little bit of like the first Mother's Day and then uh, I don't know if you're listening to this and you're grieving or uh, someone that you love passed away a while ago or a friend or maybe just as an in- interesting story to hear, uh, hopefully it encourages you. And we're definitely not experts, but we have a story. Definitely not. Just sharing maybe, hopefully, something that could be helpful that we have learned along the way. So the first, like, Mother's Day when my mum was gone, uh, I think, I don't know if it fell specifically on a Sunday, but I just distinctly remember Mother's Day on a Sunday. I think it always falls on a Sunday. Okay, that's, there we go. And I think Father's Day always falls on a Sunday. There we go, we'll learn something. But the date changes. Okay, there you go. Because I'm like, I feel like every Sunday is always (laughs) a Mother's Day. It is. And that's, that was a part of it. It's like, okay, it's our first Mother's Day. And when we go to church and everyone's like dressed up and in South Carolina, I don't Let know Let me why. just stop you there. Okay. Do you feel like you had even anticipated what Mother's Day was going to be like? Uh, I thought it was going to be hard, but I think it was the hardest big day in the first year of grief, probably. Yeah. I think I was anticipating it way more for my birthday to be really tough. 
Yeah. And then Mother's Day caught me massively by surprise. And I think really it was, was we live in the south of America and people are super funny when it comes to church and get dressed up for all sorts of occasions. And Mother's Day, it's like everyone's wearing pinks and like, I don't know, it's a weird subculture in the subculture. That's a whole other conversation. So anyway, we're at church. There's like big photo booth. And I just see like all these families getting photos with their moms. And it just like punches me in the face that my mom's uh, not there. And then I would go inside to the auditorium and we start worshiping. And I'm supposed to be a good pastor, like (laughs) excited to be at church. And I'm just like feeling almost like my heart and everything is just beating so fast and I feel so uncomfortable. So I can't remember if like I left during the service, but I, I felt like I left pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah. I remember, um, honestly, I just remember not anticipating that it, just the hardness of it. I just remember thinking like, obviously it's going to be hard, but I just had felt like I had not prepared my own heart for the reality of what the day would hold and it being the first one. Um, so I remember we were standing in the auditorium in worship and I just remember looking over at you and you just had like tears rolling down your face. And I just remember like, obviously we had walked through so much of those like early days of grief. Um, it just felt like a ton of bricks just like rolling down. And I just remember feeling crushed knowing like how hard it must be for you in this moment. And I just remember kind of looking at you and it was like, our eyes just told a story of like, this sucks. Like it really, really does suck. Um, and yeah, I remember the service ended and I think you left, um, and went for a drive and, I just remember at that moment being like, wow, like I just wish I had have thought about the implications of today and I wish we had have spoken about it beforehand and I wish there was like some way we like could have even anticipated how hard it was going to be. It just kind of felt like we walked into it blindly, which I guess you do for a lot of the first instances. You just don't know how it's going to land. You don't know how you're going to feel. You don't know what your environment is you know, is going to be like on the day. So it just was a reminder to me of like, wow, if this is how we're feeling, like how many other Sundays that represent, you know, so much to people are people walking around with grief in their heart that I would have no idea about. Yeah. Cause I think a big part of it that I just wasn't uh, expecting was almost just like anger and jealousy feeling towards other people of like, man, they have their mom, they're taking their family photos and I ain't ever going to do that again. Yeah. And just feeling, yeah, like this is quote unquote a happy day. And like, I don't ever want people to feel not like they should be celebrating mother's day. Like we're about to, but it it forever is like now marked of my mom's not here. And that first day just caught me massively off guard of just like kind of feeling in a way, I remember always feeling like the feeling when you're a little kid and you're in a shopping center and you turn around and like you can't see your parents and like you feel lost. Yeah. And that's kind of what it felt like was like, I don't know where my mom is. I can't find her. And this is not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and that's what that first day felt felt like. Yeah. Taylor's now crying. It's just true. You know, it's just so hard for so many people, but. It's also so special at the same time. So it's like, how do you live in the in-between of celebrating and grieving? And I feel like that's almost like the complexity of life. So much of life is 
you're, you're laughing one moment, then crying the next. Yeah, yeah. And you just have to kind of learn in a way to live with that. <laughs> and navigate it. It's almost like walking a tightrope, mm-hmm. you know, but it's okay to be honest about what the walk is like. And it's tricky. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's difficult. Yeah. And our first day, it was just like, I remember that drive, like driving away and, um, yeah, just like crying and feeling just the weight of the world. Um, but you, you were such, um, a rock through it. And I just remember, I I don't know, your presence was always so calming and still is very calming. (laughs) It was back then. It's really dwindled. (laughs) No, not true. But just having a support system around you is is so important. Yeah. Well, thank you. Honestly, I feel like I was kind of walking in blindly as well. So, but it also just made me realize like, as somebody who like, hopefully could be a support it is just important to embrace it with the person you love yeah like I think it's sometimes easier just to ignore it because it's hard but I think if anything I've learned is like it is easier and kinder for us both to just embrace it and for me to like embrace it alongside with you and to like talk about it and for us to like be honest and real and to cry and for me to also know that like while I'm dealing with my own grief like you are experiencing levels that I will never understand um and to also like give you space to process what you need to process by yourself but like let you process what you want to process with me Mm, that's true another thing I was just remembering was when we talk about like support systems that the big the first half of that day I got just sent a truckload of text messages from from people just like, Hey, thinking about you today, mm. I'm sure it's gonna be tough for you, missing your mom. And that really was one so sweet, but it also emphasized like, yeah, this is kind of a really bad day. And but I am so grateful to have people who think about us in the painful yeah. seasons. And I'll just encourage anyone who maybe you're, you're a friend of someone who's grieving or you, I don't know, whether it's a family member, like don't forget them. Like they, they are still hurting on this day. And, yeah. and I think a text message goes a long way or a phone call or a, an acknowledgement or even just saying the person's name. Like I think that's something that we've really tried to embrace is like saying Joe's name and talking about her on Mother's right. Day. And just because she's not here physically does not mean that like – She's not a huge part of our lives. So I've even had a lot of friends that have like recently lost babies and we've just spoken about like how important it is to like acknowledge them by their name and Mm. to like talk about them and recognize them as as a massive part of our lives. Mm. So I think that plays into effect on Mother's Day as well. It's obviously not just people that have lost their mums, but it's people that are grieving to be mums and have lost their babies and you know may have may be wanting to be a mum and and it hasn't happened for whatever reason and there's just so many complexities around this day that the grief feels very very overwhelming Mm, that's good babe because I was I think um yeah there's, there's there's this dynamic at play of we can bury the grief and try and completely ignore that we're quote unquote in pain. But when you talk about naming, like 
just unashamedly saying like, man, I am still celebrating my mom today, even though she's quote unquote not with me. Yeah. And I still love and am pro motherhood and pro mums and yeah, just there's a way in which you can be joyful in the middle of pain. Yeah. And that's where I think. And I, I think it's okay if you don't necessarily feel that joy mm-hmm. and you're just choosing to say, I will celebrate Mother's Day right. even if I don't feel it. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I feel like that Mother's Day opened my eyes. It was like I had a blindfold on and it just opened my eyes to all sorts of scenarios people might find themselves on these days. And it kind of helped pave the way, I think, for the next three or four Mother's Day that we'll have since. And I just thought it was so ironic. Literally, as we are recording this, I just got a text message from this, like, baby store that I'm signed up to to get, like, discounts. Taylor is signed up to every single discount, every single mother thing you could dream of. And this one is from Kite Baby, and it says... This weekend, we're thinking of mothers who are celebrating, those who have lost, and those who are longing. And it sent me a graphic, and it said, thinking of you, mothers who have lost children, those who have lost mothers, those yearning to be mothers. I'm crying. (laughs) Those with strained mother relationships, mothers with strained child relationships, those who have chosen not to be mothers. And I just think, like, acknowledging those, those different scenarios makes us a kinder world to live in it makes us a more compassionate people and I think it just puts it into perspective that not everybody has this family of a mom and a dad or you know children of their own but we can walk gracefully with those that we love navigating all sorts of things this mother's day that's a good word babe so from kite baby (laughs) shout out to kite baby what are they selling Sleep sacks. <laughs> Sleeping. Speaking of sleep sacks, our child who is asleep in his sleep sack, I think, is about to wake up. So, w- two more minutes talking about Mother's Day. I felt we've talked about plenty of good things. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would want to share yeah. or encourage people around? What do you think is has been different from the first Mother's Day to the other Mother's Days? The first one kind of took us by surprise, but what do you think changed? Like, we've now had a few. I really do think like time takes away the severity. Like it, it as time goes by, it feels less um, stinging, but it's still very painful. And that may be confusing to say, but I think now I at least have some sort of a framework to be like, okay, Mother's Day is going to be hard. And you and I have even talked about how can we make sure we make sure this uh, this specific Mother's Day is one good for you as a mother, while also knowing that it's going to have a bit of a gray cloud over it, knowing that I'm missing personally my mom. So I think each Mother's Day, I think we've kind of grown to have a degree of a framework of at least, it's like a map in your head. It's like, I at least have some sort of an idea that it's going to sting and how can we prepare for it now? Yeah. Um, and as time's gone by, I just like I had a conversation this week at rally with some people who um, ha- were going through grief, and it's just like immediately be able to step in, and like, "Hey, it's Mother's Day coming up. Like, how are you feeling about it?" And I just think now I kind of have some sort of a light in the tunnel, if that makes yeah. sense. What about you? I think for me, we. I think the sting is obviously still there and will always be there, but it feels like we 
almost anticipate it and therefore can like, you can never be fully prepared, but we can at least talk about it. Right. And we can at least prepare about it and we can at least talk about what the day's going to look like. And we can talk about how does it look to celebrate me, but also honor your mum, and just think conversations we would have never even known to have. We've just learned to have to set our family up in a way where we can live in both the joy and the grief mm. together. Yeah, because pra- practically last year, yeah, I got absolutely smoked by grief, and it was kind of it was technically your second Mother's Day because Eli was born, and it was Mother's Day like a day later. But yeah, the first yeah, Mother's Day was a blur. We were, we were like in, still hospital. in hospital, <laughs> and... and but that last year was like your first official day, and and I take responsibility. Like the ball was dropped on celebrating you because I woke up that that morning and just was like felt like. I have been dumped on with all this grief and emotion, just like couldn't even get off the couch because I was just paralyzed. Then I felt like a horrible husband because I wasn't celebrating you with having our little one-year-old child. And I, again, lesson learned, was talking with you in the lead up this, like I want this weekend to be like Mother's Day weekend of celebrating Taylor Ball. And obviously on Mother's Day, I feel like I now have a better framework of like, man, maybe I just need to sneak away for an hour or hour to during nap time and go think about my mom and, let the waves crush me of grief and journal my thoughts. But then also like I am pre-planned on how I'm going to celebrate you on that morning and like at church and we're going to get our little family photo. And yeah. And I think for me, I'm also prepared to like understand that it's a tricky day and that is okay. And I don't need it to match up to some magic formula. Like we are navigating it together. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Mother's Day is going to be good. Might have a sting. I don't know what – I think I think it also is important to – and I think you can do one last encouragement, but just like often now on these days, like say I'm going to go to church this Sunday and there will be thousands of people in a room and just looking out across the room and there's so many different stories of like, yeah, whether it's miscarriage or, or infertility or – you name it, loss of a, a mother or whatever it might be. It's just like there's heaviness to the day, and I don't. And I also want people who quote unquote don't have heaviness to enjoy the day. Yeah. And I think you should speak to I don't know one more time any encouragement around that complex thought and topic because you have a wise voice as you're a mother. Oh wow, I don't know about that, but yeah, I just think even though it's heavy for some, it's very joy and light for others, and it should be. And I think it is a beautiful navigation of, like, the gospel. Like, we, as Christians, get to celebrate in a way that other people can't because we have, like, a hope in the resurrection of Jesus and that we will be reunited one day and all things will be made new and we'll get to live in a non-broken world one day. So I think it's just a reminder that as hard as it feels, this life on earth is temporary. And so to live in the grief and the joy at the same time, I think takes a level of desperation of God and and his Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us for us to even comprehend that that could be a reality. So I would just, I don't know, I just feel like for myself, I have just learned to like ask the Holy Spirit to help me navigate these days and celebrate where it feels appropriate appropriate, and ask the Holy Spirit to help me celebrate my friends in a way that is going to like minister to them 
and then also to grieve with my friends in a way that is going to minister to them. So, yeah. That's a good word, babe. Preach, preach. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We love you, moms. And as Kite Baby says, thinking of you. Hey, Kite Baby, sponsor us. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening.